following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? You start a project and never finish it because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, it's that time once again, Saturday morning, and it's time for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we'd like to welcome all of you to the show today. It's the last Saturday of March, Dan. I don't know. Where <laughs> did the first quarter go? I have no idea, but it's been an interesting month. It's had everything from rain to snow in some parts of the country and then nothing but beautiful out here. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've had our moments in February. But, no, but we didn't have any uh, dust storms. Not, not in January. <laughs> Not in January. That's only oh, those haboobs roll in, you know. Monsoons. Yeah, monsoon season. Well, every place else in the country it's been off off season for everything. Yeah, well that's true. <laughs> that's I mean very it's, true. it's been it's been crazy, crazy first part of the year. But you know, as uh, you know, spring training is uh, is gone it's and over. we actually started uh, It's out of here. We started you know, the regular season now, so we're into baseball. So it's all good. Thursday, Thursday was cool. All teams were playing that day. Well, you realize that? Well, that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, but that was just so cool. They actually had all the teams up and, and playing. There's always been you know a glitch here and there throughout the years. All of them made it today or that yeah. day. You know, it's it's uh, what they say. It's it's still America's pastime. That's right. Even though football's a close second. So that's why yeah. all the snowbirds were off the street that day. That's yeah, right. Oh, I got to tell you, it that's one safe. thing I'm not going to miss living in Scottsdale anymore is the afternoon traffic from spring training. Oh, my God. It's almost as bad as getting on the 101. Terrible. Oh, well, that's that's a, that's a whole other yeah. broadcast. And we don't want to talk about – if you want to talk about Dan living on the west side, that's now that's that's in another – actually, Dan lives – his address says um, Phoenix, right? Right. But he's actually East L.A. <laughs> That's how far out he is. He's that but, far away. Timbuktu. Yeah, but yeah. at least I'm past Palo Verde. <laughs> oh, well, hey, you know. At least I don't glow at night. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Dan. I've never been there. <laughs> I wouldn't know that either. Not going to touch that. <laughs> All right. And also that other wonderful, very, very uh, professional voice that you keep hearing besides myself and uh, Dan Hayden, my co-host, is the wonderful, beautiful, and talented here comes the suck-up, right? I'm, I'm waiting. Here comes the suck-up. <laughs> Robin Godet. I know, like, come on. I was just, I wanted to see if I was going to get a reaction from you before you I said your do. name. You always do. You know that. I know. I know. She, you know, it wouldn't be the, a day here without you here behind the sneeze guard. wouldn't be the same. That's because you love me too much and because I give you all kinds of grief. I know. I know. But Sounds just like the wife, huh? Or the ex-wife. That's right. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Thank you for, oh. thank you for clarifying. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you know, as they say, you know, as life goes on and, you know, when you talk to your friends, you have, you get these wonderful, you know, revelations or discoveries, as we say. But Steve, but you're so things. much, Steve, you're so much fun to taunt. Uh, you know, yeah. just come back here. We'll taunt right? you some more. 
Let me right. tell you something. As they say, I'm a harmless little fuzzball, but when you get started and you cross me, watch out. Oh, dynamite Ooh. comes in small packages. That, that, He's that, warning us. Hey, you know, we have ways of dealing with you. you That's know? right. Oh, you do. Huh? Yes, yeah, we get do. out the WD-40. I am so scared. I'm shaking <laughs> in my shoes. Anyway, we've got a great show planned for you today. You know, one of the things that we were talking about this week, and, you know, um, it happens when you least expect it, we're talking about when, uh, when actually, Dan, here's a good, here's a good um, description. When good water pipes let go bad. <laughs> <laughs> good water pipes do bad things. Yeah, they do bad things. And they go bad and they leak. That's and right. pipes leak, angle stops leak, and people, you know, you know, still people have to explain when they say, well, what do you mean by angle stops? Well, you know, it's that little shutoff valve underneath the sink. Or maybe behind your washer or dryer. Or behind the toilet. You know, over in that area, behind the toilet. The one thing that I want to just stress, and if you, before we get into our conversation, you know, and Dan and I have seen this much too often. (laughs) If you you have a washer hookup, (laughs) or if you bought a new house, and you just go in the back and look at the hoses. If they're (laughs) rubber hoses, or if you bought the house new like I just did, okay, the first thing I did was go change the hoses, and because those things go bad, the other ones that you will probably find on air, the the rubber hoses that have been on air since the house was built and the unit was put in, and those are like those could go at any time. At least you have new shielded cables, uh, right. shielded, shielded hoses. Excuse me. That's right. On air. And then this way, you've got a. At least you know you've you've done your due diligence. You don't have that big bulge like a python uh, behind oh, the washer. How many times have we seen those those uh, hoses bulging? How many pictures bulging? of that I have from inspection? And they're ready to burst, and in uh, and but nobody looks. Don't sneeze on it. It's <laughs> the same thing. If you're going behind there and you check your hoses, ask yourself this question as well, because you're you've got you're behind the washer. You're right next to the dryer. When was the last time you you made sure that your dryer duct meant lint? was all gone and you cleaned it out to make sure it wasn't jammed up on the bottom because what happens is when that jams up and it starts to the the vent starts to get restricted when that hot air goes through there and it compacts and more and more and it gets finally it gets so hot it's a good old dryer fire it, it's a dryer fire and that happens all the time so make sure you do that that's like one of the things that I I'm doing just before I move in I've got everything you know you do a little at a time you check this you check that you make sure I change the angle stops behind the washer when I changed the hoses because they were frozen. Because, you know, that's the last thing you want to do. Think about this, Dan. And I've seen homeowners do this. They go back and, okay, say the say the hose breaks and they're home. Oh, yeah. They go to shut the valve off and they it's can't. frozen. I'm like, oh, my God. Now what? I'm now going I'm going to go out front to the out where the, the ball valve is or the old gate valve and you go in there and they're like, it, oh, it's, it's, it's frozen. Okay, now what? Or it, it snaps. Or it snaps, and then you're like, okay, well, the only other place to shut it off is by the street, and guess what? There are very, very few homeowners that have the tool to be able to shut that valve off at the street service, because it's, and even if you had a pair of channel locks, no, even, it's you don't not, have the turn radius for it. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So now you've got, now you've got a dilemma. After you've gone through all that, think how much, even after like two minutes, We'll just oh, say yeah. two minutes have gone by since the time that you you were there and it burst. 
You know how much water you can lose in two minutes and flood your house? At 80 PSI, you're talking about 30, 40, 50 more. Oh, my God. Or 100 gallons in just two minutes. I mean, this is something that goes on, you know, and uh, we want to talk with our guest, Mike Himmelfab, is here with us. And we're going to be talking a little bit about you know, what, what happens when you have all this water and you don't take care of it. That ugly four-letter word. Indoor swimming pool. Indoors, well, that too. <laughs> that too. You know, and it's, it's and seventy-two hours. You usually can have some growth start, starting somewhere. Yeah, so it's that uh, four-letter M word. It's it's going to be it's going to be a little bit intense, and that's why you need to make sure. You know, it's always good to be able to make sure that you at least you know if you're in a neighborhood like a home association or something like that, make sure that you know. At least make friends with one of your neighbors, okay? <laughs> because you know, if I went out and I saw somebody, um, somebody like water running out of somebody's garage, and how, which I've I've seen this I've wa- happen. I've walked up. To, I, I I walked up I to don't many try to homes shut it with off. water coming out the front door. I, 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 before, I would just go shut it off and then knock on the door because if you got water coming in the house, there's probably nobody home. So just go shut it off. You know, I mean, I'm sure they'll be happy that you did because at least it'll be minimizing the damage. Oh, yeah. Because you don't know, by the time you see it, you don't know how long it's been on. Yeah, so, I've, I've, I've walked into one with a two-story house, was walking around by the front garage and saw the uh, drywall tape hanging, hanging down like uh, party ban- banners, walked around the side of the back side of the house, door was wide open. I went out, shut the water off and called the police. Yeah. Well, you got because it was an empty house. You you got to do something. You got like just got to be vigilant because well, look look what happened. I was telling Mike earlier before the show started. You know, one of my good friends who's an interior designer lives in Scottsdale. Beautiful home. Okay, all of a sudden she went to work one morning. She went out to see, see clients. She came back. One of the lines broke, and she had two inches of water throughout her whole house. Eight hours had gone by, and Whoa. and with until she got home. But maybe, just maybe, if your home, if your neighbors were around, maybe one of them might have seen it, and you might been able to do something, or at least have them call you. Hey, you got a water leak at your house. Water's coming out the front door. Um, you better get home, or do something quick, or call somebody. You be able. You need to do something like, and it's just a precaution. You know, this is where the smart home stuff really should come into play. They should have sensors in discrete areas throughout the house that if something happens, it turns off the main. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they the technology is now. almost here, but yeah. they've yet to get it into, you know, good common everyday homes. Well, yeah, you have to go have back that. and retrofit those things. Oh, everything is a retrofit you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the other things we're going to be talking about today is one of my one of my passions that we got uh, connected with several years ago, and that's talking with Mike about the Leader Dogs Classic, which is a great, great charity event. We're going to be telling you all about that, and if you are a dog lover, like I am, make sure. You, all right, Dan, I get it. I get it. I get the picture. Thank you for that. Thank you for that graphics. You know that graphic audio. I love it. Okay. All right. Yeah, the drooling lab look. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so great people that you know we um, always help every year when this comes around because it, it is truly, truly amazing. And I have to tell you, it's a golf charity event, and I have to, and I tell people all this the time, and we're gonna. Talk to Mike about this after we go to break. Um, last year during the event, I would had the 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 honor to be able to play with a blind golfer for a few holes, and it was just it was an amazing experience to be able to see them 
actually get out and play golf just like any other person that has sight. And in fact, we were playing best ball. We used two of his shots because here's here's the other four guys who could see, and their shots went in the desert. This one went in the in the jungle. You know, as I like to say, his ball went right down the middle of the fairway. Well, your other senses get sharpened when you're blind. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. But it was truly, truly an honor to play with him. And then a great charity event, great, great way to to uh, raise money for a, a very, very good cause. And we're going to be talking with Mike a little bit later about that. But right now, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with Mike Himmelfall about mold and what we could do to remediate it and uh, get your house back to normal. Because it's, it's a growth industry. It is definitely the growth <laughs> industry. Yes, it grows as, on you. It's a green industry. Dan yeah. And Dan is perfect. Dan is like, Dan is like my... My human mold detector. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Give me that headache. I can hardly wait. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Don't go away. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now. 480-247-7654. Or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Celebrity voice impersonated. Hi, this is your former president. I told my Arkansas girlfriend she was painting her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Have you ever started a project on your home by yourself and it turned out worse than my presidency? Sometimes you need to call in a professional, especially when that professional is affordable and can fix everything. Call Image Home Improvement 623-580-0901 or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. Let the pros make everything look beautiful. Call Image Home Improvement or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. I thought a hot tub was a stolen bathroom Fixture. I'm Krista Guerin from HGTV's Flip It to Win It. If you're purchasing a home to live in or to flip, you need to know everything about it. Get to know your home through the professionals on Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on Star Worldwide Networks. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And as we said earlier in the show, this is the end of the first quarter, and spring <laughs> is upon us, Dan. Spring has sprung, as Spring has sprung, and all the things that grow with it. Everything, yes, that's right. And there are a lot of things that grow with it, and it doesn't make a difference if it's spring or not. If, if you have a water leak in your home, 
and you don't catch it right away, you are in trouble. And yeah. mm-hmm. definitely, and Dan has seen a lot of different <laughs> species yeah, species <laughs> of mold. And in fact, you know, like I said earlier before the break, you know, when we go in some of these homes that, um, in fact, the last one we went in in North Phoenix, Dan, I know, I actually made sure because <laughs> I knew he would be totally affected by walking in this house. I, I just, you know, Dan, here's the particle mask because <laughs> yeah, really. you got to go yeah. in and it's just, it's just, that was a, mm. there's a lot of bad things that now, could happen. Here's the thing about mold that makes people ill. It's yeah. not the actual um, spore plantation or the spore pieces itself that make you sick. It's the off-gassing from the spores of building more spores. It's the off-gassing that uh, puts toxins in the air that make people sick. That is why mold is so dangerous because it does um, multiply so fast it off gases at a great rate, and and it's from the off gassing that humans have a problem from those toxins. Yeah, I mean these are things that you know a lot of people don't um, realize or really some of them don't even believe it until actually they have the misfortune of something happening to it. But uh, let's welcome into the conversation Mike Himmelfab is here with us. Mike, great to have you on the show again. Steve, great to see you as yep. always. Great, great. So um, Mike is one of our mold experts that we have. And, uh, you know, give us a little idea of some of the things that you have seen recently. If there was anything that um, is shocking, though I can't believe that there <laughs> isn't too much that you haven't seen already when it comes to, you know, water, water damage. And uh, are people... Uh, you you think people are more knowledgeable now and more receptive to you know that I should say the word I'm looking for is more aware than they were before because you know it, it it's you know I I don't think at least I don't know I hear people telling me they have water damage you know all the time maybe just because I'm in the industry but I hear people telling me oh yeah I had this leak oh my god what did I do I either caught it or I had to call or I had to call the insurance company it's the first thing I had to call the insurance company. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, yeah. when you ask that question, my mind goes in so many directions because <laughs> I entered this industry late in life to make a difference in this industry. I was very unhappy with what I learned was happening uh, with water damages and mold and the mm-hmm. misinformation. Uh, I naively thought that I would spend five years and help educate those, at least here in Arizona, uh, such that we would understand that this is a real concern. Um, <laughs> I, I have so many stories, and I won't even start with people who don't believe that these water damages lead to mold issues that could be harmful. Uh, Not only harmful in terms of your equity in your property, uh, the potential of your property being worth zero. Buildings are brought to the ground over mold. Uh, Of course, that doesn't make the news all the time because it's not good news. And three, the health issues are, are unbelievable. And yes, most of us are not affected by mold. Most of us don't live in, in elevated levels of mold that could harm us in a major way. We might have allergic reactions. But there are now diseases named after molds, diseases that kill people. So mm-hmm. let's open our eyes and open our ears and believe that we don't know everything. The old wives' tales about mold are exactly that. They're old wives' tales. You can't kill all the mold. It's Mother Nature's recycling system. Mm-hmm. We need it. We don't yeah. exist as a, as a species without mold doing its job uh, on this earth. But we can't live in elevated levels of mold. And you get elevated levels of mold from what you gentlemen and lady have been speaking to, which is water damages. 
You don't have large volumes of mold in a hospital, in a school, or in your home unless you've had some water, some moisture, which ignites that mm -hmm. recycling system from Mother Nature. So molds are, are, are throughout the world ubiquitous, and they are here to recycle organic or carbon-based materials. Yeah, they're, helped, so they're here they to help are, break things down they, and recycle. That's yeah. exactly right. So when we understand that, then we would, we would change those angle stops. We would look at our hoses. We would check our pipes. We would change out that frickin' <laughs> refrigerator line, these $6. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my God. $6 yes. refrigerator lines that cause hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage for my customers. Yeah. Not the world, not the country. For my customers, think? hundreds of thousands of dollars in damages that are avoided by becoming that, that aware. Cheap, that cheap little line behind the refrigerator yep. Just splits right down the center and just squirts all over the I'm place. I'm going to estimate in our world, and, and we're in the same world, Steve and Dan. I mean, we are in the exact same world. I guess we could be competitors if we didn't yeah. both know that what we're doing is so important. But oh it my doesn't God. matter. We can shake hands. You go do what you do. We do what we do. We need more good people in our industry who are here for other reasons. I didn't enter this industry for economic reasons. I entered this industry so that we could make a difference. And we have done that. Yeah. Uh, nation, nationwide, uh, our company is well known. We are based here in the valley, so our process is very different than everyone else's. the The key here is to continue to educate. People say that we're a product company because I have a product we use. We don't sell it. Some people tell me we're a service company. I kind of agree. We do give service, but we really are an educational company. We spend all day. My entire crew and offices in uh, Portland and Atlanta are educating people, and sometimes that leads to zero revenue, which is okay. Our name is Global Prevention. We're about helping people prevent these issues. We don't really want to do this remediation work. I did want to do it for a decade, that's for sure. And here I am today <laughs> here you are. sitting in your, <laughs> your studio. He's back. <laughs> He's back. That's so there's, right. lot, there's lots of stories. There's lots of health issues. The damages being done are amazing. Uh, I, I don't want to go so far, but I, I've got personal relationships with people who have had health issues that have been diagnosed as other things. Yeah, like in, Parkinson's or cancer, and it was mold toxicity. Yeah, when they fixed the mold issue and then got the proper care, which is difficult because the medical community isn't a hundred percent up to speed on this yet. Much better yeah. than ten years ago, but ten years ago it was poo-pooed as an allergy. It's way beyond an allergy for oh. most people. Oh, you mean just farmer's lung? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And people used to valley fever was one that used to be joked about decades ago, and it's, it's from mold spores. It's a yeah. mold disease, and uh, unfortunately, I've had friends that have had their lives drastically changed that's from what, just just valley fever. That's what that, my, that's what <laughs> kicked off my son's immune system to where he ended up with leukemia and passed away. That's, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's exactly true, though. It's exactly what happens. People end up with lung issues started by a very simple water damage, slight elevation of mold, but their particular immune system, which may have been fighting diabetes or lupus. or He was only four years old. Yeah, that's terrible. That's just yeah. terrible. I mean, you know. But that stuff is, is you know, a silent killer. So we're not here to scare yeah. people. I, I'm here to help let you know that if you handle your water intrusions, if you keep your home, your school, your church dry, that doesn't mean always dry 0% humidity. But the content of the Building materials can't be at 25, 30, 40% moisture content. <laughs> and this is easily checked out by a number of pros yeah. all over the valley. When you have a water intrusion, you need to stop it, yeah. turn and off I, the water, and I, fix it. And I think this is, this is one of the reasons that, for instance, you know, actually going in and, you know, going in from um, 
a home that I built myself, so I knew everything was new when I moved in, mm-hmm. to buying a new home, which was in fabulous condition. And Dan had did the home inspection on it. It was really good. But there are certain things that would need to be updated just so I have peace of mind. You know, I mean, I know there's, and there's still more I have to do. But, you know, it's it's going to happen because I'm not going to just sit there and say, okay, and just move in. And then, God forbid, something happens and I have damage and loss and then i have to go deal with all the all this aggravation you know there's a there is a there is a, a gentleman that i actually talked to yesterday that called me to do restoration work for he lived in a condo in scottsdale he lived on the second floor okay the second floor condo something let go he had a break in the line water got water flooded virtually the whole condo upstairs and then it went downstairs and it got the lady who was living downstairs. Well, the gentleman upstairs who called me originally, we did a quote for him and sent it to the insurance company. And then we did one for the lady who lived downstairs. The problem was, and I don't know why, you know, it's this red tape. I did this quote almost three weeks ago. Too late. And they're still, yeah. they're still, they came in and it got remediated. Okay. But now the insurance company is dragging their feet because- He's still in a, in a hotel. I mean, come on. How how long does it take? You, the remediation gets done. Here's the quote. The And the inspector had gone out. So all you got to do is take the inspector's estimate and my estimate. And if he got any other ones and look and say, okay, let's come to a meeting in the mines. Let's try and get this guy back in his home. This is why I have such a strong advocate for homeowners when it comes to insurance claims because the insurance company is nothing but drag their feet. I don't care which insurance company it is. They drag their feet. Some are worse than others and they'll turn around and then, you know, the homeowners get frustrated because insurance company is supposed to be able to make, go in and make you whole again. And all they're doing is dragging it out because they don't want to spend the money that you've paid them yeah. to take mm-hmm. care of you when it comes to an insurance claim. Yeah. They, they just do this uh, adjuster shuffle. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, we're in, we're in parallel worlds there because I, I can tell you, we do very little insurance work. We honestly only do insurance work yeah. for friends, family, and acquaintances. That's right. Uh, we walk away from all the rest. So the, and, and what I'm saying to the, so the audience understands is 99% of the remediators in my industry live and die with insurance work. There's a mm. water claim, there's an insurance claim, and that's where their revenue comes from. I have a different approach uh, GPS has a very different approach, and the vast majority of our work uh, is done with uh, residential customers directly and commercial, institutional, governmental. But we do get involved in the insurance world, and I have become basically a public adjuster for my clients. I'm not paid like a public adjuster. Yeah. I take no money, but I advocate for their rights. And every day we experience mm. a client who is a customer of an insurance company and beloved as a client customer uh, as long as they're paying their premiums. Yeah, as long as they're current. Yeah, as long as they're current. And they become the enemy the moment there's a, a claim okay. like this. Now, not every claim, but water claims are somewhere near the top of the list for some process that most of the insurance companies, and we shouldn't put them all in the same bucket, but the majority of the insurance companies, certainly the mass marketed ones, uh, make their clients go through so many hoops. I've so had hoops, one yeah. claim that was just twenty thousand dollars. It's a big number. I'm not minimizing that, but for the damages done, it's a very reasonable number. Most insurance companies would have written the check, um, but they're with an insurance company that has now turned her over 
three times. She's had three different teams of people to describe, to explain why, and justify her $20,000 claim. It's absurd. Jeez. Oh, the insurance, the insurance company sidestep. <laughs> They're trying to sidestep yeah, their way full, out of it. You're full of these uh, terms today. Yeah, I'm just full of <laughs> well, My eyes are brown. Get, I am full of Did you get it. a good night's sleep? Oh, yes, I did. With the man's okay today? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It was great. Yeah. It's a new version of a Danism. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So let me let me reiterate though. You, <laughs> Sorry. you must have insurance. So I'm not telling you to run away from the insurance. Yeah. You don't want to self well, no. you don't want to self insure. Yeah. But uh, you do want to have a relationship with uh, someone at that company. Hopefully, I mean you're going to end up in the claims department, adjustment department. But if you have an agent who's top notch, they will do. They will participate and, and help yeah. you get to an end result. But uh, you you definitely uh, have to have it. One of the things that bothered me about your story, Steve, was if they wait 24 hours, you can start having mold growth. You won't mm-hmm. see it yet. Yeah. But you're having significant growth of a microorganism that's building a colony in whatever you have. It could be a car, an RV, a jet, or a home, of course, yeah. any building. So when you wait to do the dry-out portion, or you do the dry-out portion improperly, meaning you don't really oh. dry it out. You just blow wet air around oh, with fans. Okay. Oh, I love see 16 this, fans blowing see air in the house. this constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I call, because I don't cuss, I call these people pirates who go out and put fans in your home or your school, and they're telling you that they're drawing or pull the carpet halfway back because oh. they're going to dry that half of the concrete. This is a joke, folks. You have to dehumidify. You have to extract the water. You need a little bit of equipment. It's not super expensive to be in this industry. You need just a little bit of the right equipment. And yes, then some fans make sense because you're moving the air that you are also conditioning. You're removing the moisture. And when you do it right, you will be blown away. And what comes ah, out that little tube yeah. of that dehumidifier into a oh, sink yeah. or out, out to a landscape. I bet. Oh, yeah. Gallons and gallons of water that the fans are not yeah, it's great. doing anything with. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I've got, a, I've got a story that I've got to share with Mike regarding another one of my clients who actually, you know, she, this, is a, this is a story of, you know, when a homeowner knows too much, it could be a dangerous thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I want everybody to stay tuned. You'll be right back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 480- 503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Sun, rain, and wind. Rightway Roofing knows Arizona and what it can do to your roof. From minor repairs to complete replacement, we've got you covered. Our state-of-the-art materials are designed to stand up to whatever Arizona dishes out. We offer a 15 to 30-year warranty depending on your roof, so you know it's done right. Rightway Roofing. Call or go online now for your free estimate. Rightway Roofing. There's only one way, the right way. Rightway Roofing. In the East Valley, call 480-232-5458. In the West Valley, 602-299-8851. Or go to azroof.com. 
Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. You want the truth? You want the truth? You can handle the truth! That's right. I don't think some of the homeowners today can handle the truth, Dan. I just <laughs> don't. I don't think so. Because when you tell them the way it is, I think a lot of them are in denial. And I think, Mike, you'll you'll probably agree with that. Because you see people turn around. Well, you know, it's wet. You know, and they don't. You know, when I got into being a remodeler, you know, almost 30 years ago, Thinking about this, and you know, when when I tell somebody tells me that a water leak, the first thing I ask them is like, "Okay, did you did you get it taken care of right away, or or what did you do?" You know, because I, first word I think of is mold, mm-hmm. because it's going to happen if you don't if you don't address it right away. You know, and I think one of the things that you know, Mike and I were talking to during the break, and I want to let everybody know too. First thing that did tell me. One, it's one of the first things that people say when they turn around and they say, well, I dried it out and I put what on it? Bleach. Bleach. Or okay. Okay. Clorox. Clorox. That is such a myth. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the bleach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, I almost had an argument with some people saying, oh, we're just going to bleach it out and it'll be fine. And I'm going, please, no. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me, I, I can do a few hours on this because I've spoken nationally. And, okay. We only have nine minutes I, till the next break. So. But it's really hard. It is really hard to unravel a wife's tale that is so embedded as is bleach. But what I can tell people, um, and this is the hard part, I think, for what you just spoke to, it's hard for people to trust many people in our industry, our industries. So you've got to start with doing a little research, finding someone like Image, and then trusting them until you can't. But I don't know that that, that ever happens with you. And that's the key. So everybody's giving advice out there. I'm very closed mouth with mine. You have to ask me. I, I don't <laughs> go around you know, pro- doing prophecies. But you have to find someone you can truly trust. And that's not the friend expert. That's not the internet. Because literally half what you read on the internet is from one point of view and the other half is from the other point of view in our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you can scare yourself to death by reading the things in the internet. So find a pro. 
research that pro, and then trust them at that point once you've gotten that far. Bleach is a wife's tale. Bleach in the 40s and 50s in industrial strengths was used to clean medical facilities. It was used to clean food services. This is bleach that none of us in our lifetimes, and I'm in my 60s, have ever had a can of, a, a, a right. metal uh, the container yeah. Yeah. can. Um, there are people who used to be in the gas chlorine business. They'd go into a hospital and they would gas the hospital. That stuff was terrible. It oh. did kill various microscopic organisms, but it also hung around and, and hurt people yeah, and plants some and people. pets. And it, and it corroded uh, you know, surgical instruments sure. and lights. It was, and the it connections. was quickly determined that that wasn't good. Stays in the plenum, goes under carpeting, inside the grout, off gases, as you spoke to earlier. So I'm going to give you three minutes on bleach. It's not the answer. Bleach does not kill the majority of mold spores, and there are hundreds of thousands of varieties. There's no one thing that's going to kill all those varieties. No. This is Mother Nature's uh, uh, product, so to speak, and it is resilient. It lives in the Arctic. It lives in the jungles. It's everywhere, and it needs to be. Again, it's a good thing if we don't have elevated levels that man creates for himself. So first of all, we don't have a bleach that is strong enough to do that. We don't have uh, staying power. You smell the gas because it's off-gassing. Yeah. When you open that plastic bottle, you can't oh, yeah. put you can't put real oh yeah don't uh, get intensity in a in a plastic bottle that sits who knows how long, uh, from production facility to warehousing to shipping to a, a, a grocery store or a, a big box store uh, shelf. That stuff is good to get rid of a mildew smell. Mix it one in ten with water and do various things. Put it in a maybe a spray washer, although it'll probably destroy your spray washer. Um, <laughs> if you go to the Clorox website and you look up bleach or mold, either one, you get one entry, which, and this is the manufacturer, the primary manufacturer, you can go to Braxo and others, says, yes, put a half a cup of bleach in your laundry to get rid of the smell of mildew. Nothing about killing it, no. nothing about removing it, yeah. nothing about a solution. So you are bleaching the color off of mold if you take chlorine and put it right on to the mold spores the mold. that you see. Mm -hmm. What about all the mold spores you're not seeing? What about all the mold spores that are hidden, that are, that are inside the drywall or in the carpeting or oh. below the grout in a shower? No. So bleach isn't it, folks. And uh, I can tell you more yeah. if you want to call me on that. <laughs> okay. we'll go over it. I can tell you this. It's off the EPA website. When I started in this industry, yeah. it was the primary number one choice of the EPA to give advice about using bleach against yeah. mold. It's no longer on their website. Well, that's good. Now, doesn't uh, mold even go back into the many, you know, the ages of the Bi uh, old Bible when it said when a house is um, dirty, dirty, yep. uh, have everything out of it and to the extra year town or to the dump uh, before sundown. Yep. That's exactly right. And uh, that's at least what, you know, 2,100 years. <laughs> so. Yeah, so we've been dealing with mold yeah. and being told how to deal with it <laughs> for, for, for a very long time. Mike, what about the, you see that came out, you know, in the recent past, you see um, some of the paint manufacturers coming up with mold or primer to go over mold. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I am dead set against um, anything that has to do with encapsulation relative yeah. to mold. Yeah. I am 100% for encapsulation of asbestos fibers. I'm talking about a rock that's very fibrous, 
can be very, very damaging to humans. We all know that now. No one questioned. That was questioned yeah. in the 50s and 60s. Oh, yeah. We were using it like crazy everywhere. Um, asbestos was being put into so many products, and still is today, by the way. Um, but we are more reasonable in how we use and manage it. But when you lock down an asbestos fiber, you have locked down the fiber. Yeah. That's just factual, and mm-hmm. I'm sure if you disrupt it again, you have an issue, but don't disrupt it. When you try to cover molds, all you've done is trapped a living organism that's going to find another way out. So if you told me you could trap that mold 360 degrees, I would modify my point of view. But until someone figures that out, um, you still don't want decaying mold in your living space. So you might be able to trap it, and now it might even die, potentially, probably live for thousands of years. Because mm-hmm. it, it longer did it, than longer than us, it it did it did in the pyramids, and there's lots and lots of stories about about molds and yeasts that are active ten thousand years later. Oh, yeah. They go dormant, they don't die. So you can eradicate them. You can use uh, heat to a couple hundred degrees. You can't really do that to your house very well. A lot of things will happen. They'll <laughs> need a lot of remodeling. If yeah. you, you go, there are people who promoted heat. Um, you can certainly use strong chemicals way beyond. Chlorine, and I'm sure you could use some pretty damaging things that, that we wouldn't what want about, to do, like radiation. What about that freezing? With um, freezing, freezing creates dormancy. Freezing is yeah. used, for example, when you need to clean up uh, books in a library. Mm-hmm. You freeze the books, and then you do the process to clean the pages uh-huh. uh, after you have frozen it. Freezing stops the growth, um, but you sure couldn't take 200 <laughs> degrees. No. And put that onto a first edition of some book, you you'd be very unhappy be with, what, with what happened yeah. after the fact. It was just it would literally ruin the, book. Uh, the document. You wouldn't put it on fire. Um, and freezing though does does create a dormancy that allows you to then work with the item masked in contained suits uh, and spaces. So encapsulation is a no no. Now, what I do believe because I'm in the prevention world, that's that's the world I want to be promoting to people. You can prevent these things in advance by listening to pros, by doing certain best practices when you are involved with your property, and by using treatment uh, products like, like we have for the prevention of mold on new building materials. And I'm very, very proud to tell you that we do business with people like Marikay and Cachet and Rosewood and some of the big, big builders um, in terms of helping them with both prevention and, of course, remediation when there is an issue. No encapsulation for mold, folks. It doesn't work. Another great product out there is Kills, KLZ. Um, we never use it. Um, it's a fabulous product for its purpose. Its purpose was as a primer and a stain coverer. People in my industry are using it as a mold product. <sighs> They're putting kills over visible mold and visible mold staining. And what that does, folks, is it delivers about 95% water to the mold spores. It does not kill the mold spores. Great name, but it doesn't kill them. No. So now you have living mold spores that have been covered by a blanket of water and primer. So you got to think this stuff through. I know this yep. is not everybody's. <laughs> I know it's not on everybody's tongue to think this way, but find pros when you need it. You can call my company anytime. Yep. We don't charge you for a phone call. We don't charge you to visit. So there are other fantastic companies who are doing a good job out there who are, truly care. There's also, in, in my business at least, there are, there are some pirates, and I don't like talking about those people. Um, just be careful. Check them out before you give them any money. Um, then there's a bunch of really good people who just aren't up to speed. They've been doing this for, like I have, 15 years. 
and they're kind of old school, and they're just not quite up to speed. You gave great advice today about angle stops. Go change out a $6, you know, plastic I angle mean, stop. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, here's a perfect, and a perfect example of that, too. It's the first thing that, that the plumber said to me, well, you know, I got to cut the drywall right below the box because this is a different kind of angle stop. It's something that has to be sweated on. And I'm like, well, for me, <laughs> drywall, what's that? Yeah, give me a you break. Know, give me a break. Just cut it out. And he cut it out. And then it doesn't have to be, you don't have to go back and make it perfect. The washer's going to cover it up. You, you just put the, put the square back in, screw it in place. And all I did was caulk the corners and I'm done. Yep. Put it yep. against there. You don't have to, you don't, you don't be, you know, uh, foolish, uh, dollar foolish and try and do something, you know, they, oh my God, well, I'll get by. It's not that big for like $6 part. Like you say, yep. you know, you could be talking thousands of dollars in damage, not to mention you'll be displaced. Yeah. For a time, and da- I damaged, don't go through that. And the- damaged, displaced, you'll yeah. have a water intrusion uh, on your clue report on yeah. the home yeah. that also follows you yeah. to your next home, and you will likely have an insurance claim, which is yeah. you know, not not a good roller coaster ride. And yeah. here's another problem is a lot of your, if you do have the mold actually occur, how many soft surfaces can be affected? Oh, yeah, all of them. Anything organic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so not it's not eating your granite countertops, but but it's eating the plywood under the granite countertop, or or your uh, favorite chair, or yeah absolutely. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mike, how can our listeners contact you if they have any questions at all? Uh, there's many ways. Um, we are based here in the Valley. Our phone number is four eight zero nine five one three six zero zero. We have an eight hundred number for those who are out of the Valley. We are across the country. We have three offices. We've done work in 26 states. I'm very proud of that. It's not something we asked for, but we have clientele that has taken us all over the country to deal with mold issues uh, at Air Force bases and hospitals and other places where our expertise and pricing was a great value to them over even local or regional players. Uh, our website, I'm very proud of this. I tried to buy mold.com because I'm a big thinker. Yeah. Uh, I'm late to this industry. I mean, this industry has been going on for I don't know, hundreds of years in modern, <laughs> yeah. modern man's time. Thousands of years. So thousands, <laughs> thousands of years, but hundreds of years in terms of modern remediation. And, uh, but mold.com at the time was, was owned by the Bill Gates uh, group, and it wasn't for sale, uh, although they, they did think that it was worth uh, well over a million dollars. And ultimately, uh, one of the very major um, chemical companies did buy that. They thought they would sell it to a plastics molding, if you don't know the story, oh. uh, company. That, that's oh. what they thought one, one of the big international plastics molding companies would buy it DuPont from, or from China yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Or, or from the United States, but they ultimately did sell it. I was able to go get, um, no mold, which was even better. So it took, I went down a path and yeah. that path led me to something I think is much better. So I'm telling you a long dissertation. You can oh. find us very easily by going to, uh, no mold.com, which is great. what we are all about. That's great. All right, when we come back from break, Mike is going to fill us in on that, that great event, the Leader Dogs Classic for 2019. And I want everybody to stay tuned. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. 
So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. If you're doing a kitchen, bathroom remodel, or room additions, it's time to call a professional. 623-580-0901 or imagehomeimprovement.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Low Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we're here with Mike Himmelfarb, and we're talking, we're just talking about that ugly four-letter word for mold, but we're going to shift gears here on a a very important charity event that uh, Mike is at the helm for, and we've uh, actually been a great part of in uh, sponsoring and promoting, what I think for, for three years now, going on four, at least I think I still have three shirts from the golf tournament. <laughs> so I got to get, it's Mike. Mike saw me come in with the red leader dog shirt today. He says, okay, you're not going to get red again this year. I promise. So <laughs> anyway, true. but Mike, tell us a little bit about, about this event and, and why it's so important. Well, thank you. First of all, I do want to thank you both. Um, every year you're so uh, generous with your time and your show and your audience. And I, I definitely appreciate it. It's not taken for granted. Uh, I'm passionate about, helping people with their water damages and mold. It's not, uh, it's not a prestige industry. I've had a, quite a career in many industries, done some interesting, very interesting things, uh, memorable things, but this is my swan song. Uh, th- this issue of helping people uh, not uh, run into the terrible scenarios that happen when you don't deal with water and mold properly. We're gonna talk about another four letter word, I guess, dogs. Yes. Uh, I have great passion, uh, as so many millions of people in Arizona yeah. have passion for dogs. Um, we have for 33 years now uh, been producing a golf tournament. I'm told it's the longest running charity event. I don't know that, but I've been told that by people in the know. 33 years of golf events to attempt to raise awareness first and then money for those uh, people who rely on uh, various services uh, to help them uh, live independent, valuable lives and the difference between a blind or a blind deaf person having a leader dog or not is unbelievable i don't have a word big enough it's astonishing what happens to a person who unfortunately because of their loss of sight in particular is shuffling their feet they could be 20 years old be 12 years old be 80 years old moving in very small steps uh with a cane potentially checking the area around them. Obviously, these people are amazing because they get very comfortable in that arena. When we are able to take that qualified recipient and hand them a trained leader dog and give them our 25-day training, uh, which is zero cost, there isn't a penny. They don't pay for the airfare. They don't pay for the food, the board. They do not pay for the dog. Uh, The training, the GPS technology we give them to go along with the leader dog, their lives change in a way that unless you are participating in it, you just can't feel it. So I have the same uh, emotion about this uh, and passion about this part of uh, our lives uh, as I do the other good work that we try to do for people. Um, Leader Dogs for the Blind is an amazing charity, 100% funded by the generosity of people. 
there is no public funding. Um, and that's good because there's no public yeah. funding to pull from them. Uh, so the reality is, is that uh, there's an amazing group of people. It's completely self-contained. Uh, we are breeding our own dogs. We have our own veterinarian. There's amazing facilities and staff. Um, we have candidates from all over the world, but the primary focus is domestic. The vast majority of the dogs that we deliver are delivered to U.S. citizens. Um, that's not necessarily a, a mission statement, but uh, we do deal with uh, situations around the world where, where someone is in great need of a leader dog and there's, there's reason for them to be a recipient. Um, it's just a fantastic program. Uh, I've met an amazing amount of people. The support we get from grassroots, from pros like you guys, from the business community. Uh, we're a little tiny tournament in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, we have national sponsors. Uh, I'm very proud of the fact that we've received the kind of support that we have, and it's continuing support. People like Purina, Nestle Purina, unbelievable people, fantastic people. They do things that, that are international in scale, uh, giant in volume, and every year we can rely on them being our presenting sponsor uh, and supporting us uh, with our leader dogs. Global Financial and Leasing Services is a local uh, financial institution that has been uh, equally dedicated to supporting us. And unfortunately, I can go on and on, and I don't want to do that to you or your <laughs> audience. Um, obviously, everybody that, that has helped this is, is very close and dear to our hearts. We have amazing volunteers. And we do this at True North. We've been at a few courses over the 33 years, as you might imagine. When we started this, there was no True North. But uh, right. the people out there, Mike Friend uh, and his entire staff on the golf side uh, have been fantastic. They do a wonderful job. Uh, with any of the food services or any other needs we have. Uh, there's literally, I can't remember anything I've asked for, and I don't think I've ever been unreasonable, but I've probably pushed the edges because it's for charity. <laughs> I don't think I can remember a single time they've said no to me. So uh, if you don't even come to my tournament and you don't even deal with leader dogs, uh, please support True North. It's a phenomenal facility, one of the best golf courses in the yeah, country. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is a fabulous course. You get out. There, if you want to play, if you're living in Arizona and you haven't gone out there, I urge all of you to make contact with Mike. Make sure that you, you know, come to the tournament. Um, or if you can't play, just, you know, make a donation. Because it's such a word, like I said earlier, it's such a worthy cause for you to be able to go out and, and see. I mean, I feel blessed, like I said, to be able to go out and see, you know, these people these people and meet some of the, the uh, people that have these service dogs and, and they are just so attentive. They, and I've, I've been a dog lover for years, but I don't think I've ever seen um, something more gratifying to be able to see a dog, to be able to be, go out and, and help someone in the way that they do. I mean, and, and you had mentioned training earlier. There are multiple training places all across the country, aren't there? Oh, there are many, and there are many sister facilities uh, like us. I just, I, I personally, from my research and experience, and I'm obviously prejudiced at this point. Um, there are, <laughs> well, that's okay. There that's are, all right. There are <laughs> unbelievable uh, players in, in our industry doing good things, too. Leader Dogs is just simply one of the best, and I'm very proud of it because each year it wins one of the best charities of America. It's not the biggest charity. You know, this isn't a billion-dollar charity we don't have a hundred million in cash you know it's nothing like that 
Um, but we are always one of the best charities in America consistently. And that rating is not just from the service and from the mission. It's also from the, the economics and the auditing and the review. There is no waste of money here. I, I, am, uh, uh, I am very careful with every penny, as are everyone else who's involved with Leader Dogs across the country. It is based in Rochester, Michigan. Uh, and they do an absolutely unbelievable job. But you're right. Yep. When you see the leader dogs work, and when they're off work, they're the most fabulous dogs. They play, they run, they, they kiss kids. But when they're on work, I wish I could find employees like this. They, they are so <laughs> focused to make sure that they are creating the safe and free space for their human partner so that that partner, when coming to a street corner, knows it's safe to cross the dog will take them when it's appropriate. But for example, if a semi-truck is coming, even with the light and with beeping that we now have on some of our traffic corners, the dog will not take its partner, because they're really not an owner, right. they're partners, across the street until that semi has stopped. Because they are trained to understand the difference in risk. Mm -hmm. They are trained to not react to the semi's horn. If the semi's horn goes off, the dog simply stops, stops or is stopped. But the dog doesn't turn. It doesn't change its position in any way. It remains focused on its mission. I react when the horn goes off. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, a lot of us do. We're, yeah. we're, we're asking a, an animal, which we are as well, to do something that's not really inane. It's not really natural. So I have the utmost respect for the trainers and for the dogs themselves, of course, and certainly for the recipients, it's, it's amazing. We have people who are shut-ins who then go out in the world. They, they travel. They go to airports. They, they, many of them are very talented. They have lots of great education or a great talent, maybe musical, and now they can go now fly. Now they have a life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They get a life. So if you have any, if you have any, any uh, reason to want to see this or participate, we welcome you out. Uh, we don't really – I mean, thank you for the idea of a donation. We, we, I, I rarely ask. I, 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 I'm very – proud to accept uh, and send that donation on to Leader Dogs, but you can come out and volunteer. I, we won't charge you anything. You, you call us, yeah. you want to volunteer until we have too many, um, <laughs> and we always have more than we need, by the way, um, but you will get free lunch, you will get a free shirt, you'll actually be taking things from the charity, if that's the way that you want to at least meet us, and I'm okay with that. We'll spend 50 or $100 to, to expose ourselves to you in a way that I think you will find very refreshing, yeah. a positive exposure uh, to a to a whole world of of uh, of the best of you, yeah, human, best of humans and dogs. You know, and we're gonna be we're gonna be posting um, the website on our Facebook page and and get trying and get the word out as much as we can over the next two weeks. The Leader Dogs Classic is scheduled for April 9th, coming up here real soon. So I urge all of you. We'll get that posted here by tomorrow. This way, you can go check it out and all the good things there. Again, it's at True North Golf Club up in North Scottsdale on uh, East Dynamite Road, April 9th. Uh, if you want to come out and play and uh, play hooky from work, you yeah. know we're not <laughs> we're not advocating that, but you will. It will be a good it will be a good day for you. I just have one last thing to add for myself. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening and for you, gentlemen, as hosts and Robin. Um, I do want everybody to understand that if you are a golfer, you've got to come out. Not only is the experience unusual, 
the, the amount of prizes we have, the amount of hole-in-ones, it's a, it's a really different event. I have people who know golf and put on golf events who are always uh, tell me how fantastic ours is. But I want to tell you one other thing. You're going to get that golf shirt. You're going to get lunch. You probably get hors d'oeuvres and a drink at the end of the thing. Um, we're going to charge you $190, a lot of money, so I'm not minimizing it. But on that day, for our tea time, you can look it up today on the internet. It's $195 to play Troon. We do this on purpose. So we are cheaper than it would be if you just called True North to want to play, but you're going to get three, four, five physical benefits, tea gift bag, other things, but you're also going to just have an amazing experience. Oh, Steve so absolutely. Uh, adequately described. So it's not expensive. And, and, and like, they, like a lot of people will always say, it's not expensive, but you want to know something? The experience is priceless. Absolutely, to be able to go out again and play that, and I look, you know, I look forward to to prom- helping promote this every year because not just because I love golf, because I love dogs and I love what you're doing with the dogs and being able to be and like we try and do every week here on the show, we want to give back to homeowners in different ways besides the entertainment value. That's another <laughs> thing entirely, but <laughs> just giving that information back every week, and I've been doing this since 2005. And I, it, it's like people say, well, when are you going to stop? Well, I don't think I'll ever stop. Right. And I always want to give back in another way. And this is just another way for me to give back and help another way to help people. And if I can do that and help the community, it's all about, that's what it's all about, you know, because we're all here to help each other. We could use a lot more of this. And we could always use a lot more of that. That's Absolutely. Right. But Mike, thank you so much again for, for being here. We'll, uh, we'll keep getting the word out and uh, we'll be in touch and we'll, Keep working on those donations and get some more golfers for you, and we'll see what we can do. That's fantastic. Thank you all. All right. Mike Himmelfarb here, and uh, we want to thank all of our listeners today for listening to the show. And uh, here we are, you know, uh, Monday, April 1st, so I don't want to hear too many um, April Fool's jokes, (laughs) you know, next week. But, uh, you know, that's going to happen, Dan. You know, I can see somebody now calling you with um, an April Fool. Home inspection. inspection. There you go. Oh, I'll pay you on April 1st. Uh, yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> April Fool's. Checks in the mail, April 1st. Checks in the mail. That's right. <laughs> All right, and we want to remind everybody, if you ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you. Well, we're moving on up. We're moving on up to the